0: Adidas Terex is the brand dedicated to all those with a creative spirit who play in the outdoors. Guided by a focus on performance, style, and sustainability, Adidas Terex pursues innovation in these areas with an open-source approach with world-class collaborators, particularly athletes like Timothy Olson. Adidas Terex's trail-run products are designed for those who challenge conventions and redefine the rules. Using technologies from partners like Gore-Tex, Continental, and Parley, Adidas Terex also supports trail-running communities and events, including infinite trails and iconic athlete moments, including Sabrina Stanley, Families, FKT of Nolan's 14. We're proud to partner with Adidas Terrex as sponsor for this episode.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fastest known podcast. I'm your co-host Hillary Allen, and today I'm lucky enough to speak with Kelly Newland, the chef owner of Rad, which is Real Athlete Diets, based here in Boulder, Colorado. Hi, Kelly. Hey, Hillary. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited for this this piece because. I mean, I've known you for a while, um, since I moved to Boulder and I think even before you started rad, um, yeah, we have a personal history. I mean, when I was broken and healing, you were bringing me like bone marrow soup and all this like wonderful, wonderful food. But I feel like when I think of Boulder and the, and the running community, I think of you and I think you're an integral part of that, um, so yeah, and so I'm really happy to to chat with you. Um, we kind of have a special a special kind of theme. Um, you it was like community, focusing on community, and kind of you know we go after these incredible feats as athletes. You know, trying to go for these FKTs, but we can't do them alone. And I think it's important to highlight you know the other the other side of like how you can actually get get these things done. And especially when we're talking about multi-day adventures, um, you know, the support crew can actually become quite essential. Um, And so, yeah, I wanted to kind of let you take things from here and explain kind of whose team are you going to be a part of and how are you helping, um, yeah, how are you helping the community?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, gosh, it's a big project. Um, So I'll be working with – I'll be supporting – Timothy Olson um, for his attempt of the PCT, uh, supported attempt. Uh, Tim and I, uh, you know, similar to you, I've been feeding Tim almost seven years now, I think, probably yeah. when he moved to Boulder. Um, but I remember the day, uh, gosh, I just happened to see on Facebook that he and the family were moving from. Ashlyn to Boulder and I immediately just sent him a message. Um, and the rare occasion, Tim, Tim is not super responsive on, on Facebook. So for some reason this day he responded immediately, but I was like, Hey, when you get here and get settled, I would love to just meet you and, and, um, start feeding you if that's something that you're looking for. So that's how it started. You moved here and, uh, Gosh, I think we probably fed him for a few months, just individual meals. And then he started um, his very first Run Mindful retreat and asked if we could feed that retreat. Uh, so that was how it all started. Fast forward to today and Tim and I, I he's like a brother to me. Mm-hmm. Um, his family is, I, I feel a part of his family. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really um, circular that I am feeding him for this. Um, for this project. But um, yeah, it starts June 1st and the FKT is currently 52 days, eight hours and and some minutes. Uh, So his, you know, the goal is for him to run um, as many days as possible at 50 miles a day, Mm -hmm. which is
1: uh, enormous. It's enormous, and so I mean, there's so many, there's so many questions that I have um, for you because, as as a support crew, I mean, this is this is not only a significant commitment, you know, for for Timothy and and him, you know, athletically, right? But this, so I mean, if the record is about 52 days, you know, you're out there for for a long time. You're, I mean, you're gonna be you're gonna be there feeding him, um, and so kind of this is this is new for you. Have you done something like this before? And how, what's your strategy and kind of how are you going to gonna tackle this?
0: Yeah, such great questions. No, I have not done something of this length before <laughs> uh, for one athlete. You know, we, we joke, Tim and Coop and I joke that we're going to be living in a van down by the river. Um, but we will be <laughs> right, for 52 days. So um, I, and, and again, you know, we planned this before COVID. So it feels like we've been planning it for 10 years, but it's, it's two years, (laughs) one time. Um, so for me, the more organized and dialed in, I am the more confident and excited I become about my job, my role in this project. Right. Um, so our spare bedroom is full of like bins and boxes with, you know, everything's labeled, like, you know, this has this, this has that. Um, I have, I think, four different lists going. One is um, this pile goes in the van now, or in Tim's RV now, um, so it's kind of equipment and whatnot, and then I have another pile of things that this goes in the day before they leave, um, so that's like dried goods, like oatmeal, refried beans, things I can't put in there now, um, because I'm afraid, you know, mice will get at them. Uh, <laughs> I would like to avoid disaster. <laughs> um, and then I have another pile that's, um, this goes into Coop's van if needed for his travel out there. And then what I will do is on May 27th, um, Again, the project starts on June 1st, but May 27th, I'll fly to San Diego and I'll get a VRBO for a couple of days and prep mm-hmm. and also just have a little alone time because once this starts, that is non-existent. Uh, <laughs> and that's important. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So I'll do that. And then on the 30th, I will arrive in Campo um, where the trail starts and where the rest of the team will be. And then we'll organize for like the next 24 to 36 hours. And then it's game on. Um, yeah.
1: And so this is what's really important. I mean, I think of course, like a, a community, I think running, it can seem so selfish and it can be, it's so individual, but in order to put these Feats together, you know. Even if it's in a race, you know, you need the organization. You need people at the aid stations. You need all of your, you know. You mentioned Jason Coop, like the coach of Timothy, and um, not only you know Timothy's family, like his wife and his kids, they're so supportive. Um, but then when we talk about you know FKTs, especially you know supported on, you know, you're making your own aid stations. You're you know, gonna have to meet him and 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 now we're talking about the nutrition side of things where you're involved in, I mean, that's essential. You literally, I think, for something like the PCT and these these long through kind of through hiker style um um FKTs, nutrition can make or break the athlete. I mean, if you don't have that strategy um dialed. So so do you have a plan for, you know, obviously like Um, he's going to be sleeping, right? So he's aiming for 50 miles a day. Um, And so you kind of have camp set up so you can have him in the morning. And then like, are you going to meet him along the trail as you go? Or um, is it just kind of a morning and evening kind of situation?
0: Yeah, that's such a great question. Um, And like you said, I mean, everyone's goal is to get Timothy um, to that FKT, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm either like, I border on like really excited about it and then I'm, like, excited or, like, oh, I could, like, bring the house down. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, we all have to do our job for this to happen. Um, mm-hmm. which, and I, because I care so much about Timothy that I really want to do my job exceptionally well. So um, he will get up in the morning and there's a 15-minute uh, window of, like, you're up Here's your stuff, hit the bricks and if he mm-hmm. <laughs> kick him out, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so he'll have um, like a green smoothie, some sort of nutrition in the morning. Um, we've been working on probably eight to ten different items that um, that he's interested in, that he is excited about eating and that give him somewhere between like, Two and three hundred calories, um, like a pancake sandwich with egg and cheese in it, kind of thing, um, or hash brown and cheese sandwich. Um, so we mm-hmm. have a few things that in the morning we'll be like, "This is what you got. What do you want?" And he'll eat this as he's heading out, mm-hmm. and it's just constantly. My goal will be if he's not eating, you need here's food. Like, why do you not have food in your hands? Um, (laughs) And you need to be moving. Like, we can, if your vest isn't totally on, like, let's just start walking and get him down the trail and fill up um, with two or three more things until Coop. you know kind of meets back up with him later on as you said for kind of an on-trail aid station mm-hmm. and switch out you know hydration give him more food so I'll have products that I'll also like Coop will have his van and he mm-hmm. has the fridge in his van so I'll keep that stocked with things for mm-hmm. Tim and Coop I gotta feed Coop um or yeah. he's doing okay um and then Coop will just kind of keep Tim eating and moving throughout the day and refuel. Mm -hmm. So my goal and responsibility at that point is to just make sure that Coop has what he needs to give to Tim. And then we'll see him again um, at night when he comes back. And at that point it's get him out of, you know, disgusting clothes, get him cleaned up. Here's your recovery shake. Here's your dinner. Here's more water um, and I have really funny things, Hillary, like, um, you know, in the middle of the night, he's going, to I know he's going to be hungry. So I have just like instant chocolate mousse or chocolate pudding so I can just mix it up and keep it in his fridge. And he said, um, can you have some of those gummy worms and maybe some crunched up cookies to go on top of this? <laughs> So fun, you know, I mean, so it's, as you know, like flavor fatigue is a real thing and work yes. intake, um, we want, we don't want him getting emaciated and losing too much weight. And it's so easy for that to happen. So having, you know, have kind of like different boxes of food that, um, that I'll have, like if, okay, this is going on, he needs this. And Coop is such a great communicator. He'll be like, Hey, this is what we need now, or make sure Tim has this tonight. So Mm -hmm. I'll make sure his fridge is stocked at night when he goes to bed Mm -hmm. as well. Um, uh, so he can grab that because I'll be sleeping in Coop Spam.
1: Yeah. So this is a question that I wanted to ask you because I think, and you, you already, you already answered it a little bit, but, um, kind of just kind of to reiterate, like, so these, these routes, especially the PCT, it's, it's normally a through hiker route. Mm-hmm. And yeah. traditionally like through mm-hmm. hikers or, you know, people who've done this, they, they literally would eat just like hundreds of snicker bars. Oh, <laughs> and <good>. so, um, <laughs> I'm assuming that Timothy is not planning to do that. And you kind of answered it with, like, this real food. And that's that's the benefit of bringing you along because you can have this, you know, this real stuff that's not just, you know, snicker bars that potentially you could get sick of. Um, mm-hmm. And since you've known Timothy for so long, I mean, you, you feed him um, – you know, dinner and things, but like, you know, and and food on a daily basis, more from like a lifestyle perspective. But also, I mean, you've gone with him to races. So is this kind of um, like a combination of what he would normally eat during the day and what you think is appropriate for kind of, you know, um, quote unquote race day or like, you know, FKT attempt? Yeah,
0: I love that question. Absolutely. It really is. I feel so fortunate that, um, I already know a lot of his food history. I know what he likes, what he doesn't like, um, what he likes, when he likes it. Um, <laughs> he's like in the gutter, like his most common things that he's craving. So it is, it's a, it's absolutely a combo of that. Uh, I was fortunate to go <clears throat> to Sedona with Adidas last month um, for just kind of a, a really casual training camp. So I got to feed Tim through that every day as he, Sort of tried to mimic. Basically, we tried to mimic the PCT for the ten days we were together, like mm-hmm. as far as miles and um, routine. So that was instrumental and in, in trying out these items that I had in my head for him to eat along the trail. Mm-hmm. And we were able to just kind of like every day just have conversation after conversation of what what he liked, what he didn't like. What he didn't like about, what he didn't like, a little bit of everything, um, and even, I mean, there there were a couple of days where I think he fell, just kind of slipped and was like, oh my gosh, my back. So I was like hooking him up with Eastem and massaging his ankles. <laughs> As you know, I, like everyone has a has a role for the project, but we all yeah. will, will pick up the slack of whatever needs to be done. So. That trip really allowed for me to take what I have fed him, as you said, like for just normal meals, Mm -hmm. whatever for Mm races and what what he's looking for as far as fuel um, every day on the PCT. So that was a really great just a recon trip for me. Yeah. And then a couple weeks later, he and Coop went out and did another recon trip. (laughs) In the desert in Moab. And then we we took everything we learned in Sedona, applied it to that trip, and then Coop relayed that information back to me. And Mm -hmm. Tim and I were just kind of back and forth with it. So it's just great. Um, The whole team communicates really well. And this is—it's beautiful.
1: I mean, I think it's so cool to be able to, you know, involve other people in the community, and it can feel like a really big team effort. I think there's there's nothing more satisfying than feeling like you're helping someone else achieve their goals. I mean, and that's coming from an athlete who I have goals and I love, you know, feeling accomplished from doing that. But one of the other ways I feel that is giving back to other people and helping them, you know, achieve their dreams and goals. Um, mm-hmm. So I just think that this is—it's just such a cool project and. I mean, not to mention you guys have, like, a very scientific approach, which I wouldn't expect any less uh, from you <laughs> and Coop. Um, but how how are you balancing, like, protein um, for, you know, for long-term sustainability as opposed to just, like, carbs, right? Because I feel like that's, that's quick, but, like, if you're going, that can be useful and, you are know, like a 50-mile race. But if you're doing 50 miles every single day like, you're just going to burn through carbs. And like you you mentioned earlier, you can kind of get into that, like losing weight. And then it's like long term fatigue, like you need something that's more, um, you know, satiating and, and long, like long lasting.
0: Yeah, that's such a great question, Hillary. And one thing, I usually do this at the beginning, but I'm not a nutritionist or a dietitian. Mm-hmm. And I'm very, aware of that. So my the first thing I do with a project like this is reach out to a registered dietitian, right? And I'm like, Hey, this is what I'm doing. This is where I'm at. Help me figure out the holes that I've left open. Where can I get more things in? Um, This is where my brain's going. Is that right? Um I mean I take probably 30 to 40 hours of nutrition classes a year just to keep up with things but I'm nice. not a professional. So um it's uh, that's really exciting for me so I learn a lot about it. So to circle back to your question, um if I make pancakes for Tim, I am putting protein powder in it or I'm putting seeds Um, he's probably so tired of eating like hemp seeds, pumpkin seeds, chia seeds, flax seeds. (laughs) Um, and I put protein powder in anything that I'm making. So, um, again, so let's say the pancake thing. Um, if you're using a mix, oftentimes it just says add water. So I'll add coconut milk for extra fat Mm -hmm. that helps with, um, you know, keeping calories on or I'll add almond milk for the protein. Um, and then I'm constantly putting like, um, green, like, uh, and I travel with this myself, like if I can't find fresh greens or veggies for fiber. So I have just a kind of a combo of dried greens. That's like Mm -hmm. kale and spirulina. And, um, I mean, it's like five different things in there. So anytime I can, I'm adding more protein to anything Um, He really loves eggs as a component to his sandwiches throughout Mm -hmm. the day. So I'll make like a big pan of scrambled eggs and cut them into squares and then I can kind of build sandwiches. But in the scrambled egg, I'm also adding bacon and cheese and seeds. And I'm like, how can I get more protein in here? So (laughs) kind of a constant, it's protein, like you said, carbs, fat, fat. Fiber. And again, when I make, you know, we joked about making pudding for him at night, but that pudding will be a great vehicle for me to add more protein powder or recovery powder or almond milk, coconut milk. Like um, anytime I can, I'm adding to something for him. That I love
1: it. your it's question. Like, oh, that's perfect. And the other follow up question I have is this something that he's going to be taking with him in his pack and eating on the trail? Because you know, I know from my experience of, you know, doing long distance, you know, things, obviously it's harder for you to digest um, more complex things, um, but obviously it's dependent on pace, right? So if he's like going um, you know a little bit slower, it's easier maybe to digest it with the appropriate amount of water, but there are these all the things that he'd be bringing with him on the trail as well.
0: Yeah, they are. Absolutely. But like you said, on the days where he's like, "Okay, this day has a ton of vert. I'm really going to be going slower. um, We're we're kind of cutting and pasting on each day of what what he'll be able to eat out there. Um, Like you said, I mean, it's not every day that I can just, you know, horse down an egg sandwich out there when I'm (laughs) so he'll supplement with gels. Um, candy. We absolutely have Snickers bars on the list. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wonder. Coca Cola, <laughs> Red Bull, yeah, because you know I, we're not. I don't want to be naive about it. At the end of the day, if we drive by an In and Out Burger, I know Tim's going to want an In <laughs> <laughs> and <we smile>, Out so. <laughs> Burger. You know what I mean? Some days that's just what he's gonna what he's going to crave. Yeah. Um, so if he's like, "I want a greasy pizza tonight, I will find him that greasy pizza. <laughs> um, so we've got a plan, but as you know, adapting to that plan when he's like, I can't eat this anymore, I need junk, like I will be ready for that and not offended. it's good room room for
1: improvisation I think is is the key and like you said too, communication um but so yeah so I mean we've talked about this a little bit I'm curious like so with flavor fatigue um you said you had about seven or eight different things that Timothy has been trying um I mean yeah because I think you want you want to De- delicious helps you know like you want you want to be able right. to to want to eat these things so how do you do you have a strategy to combat that um the flavor fatigue that kind of is inevitable in these long pursuits
0: yeah and and also heat it up whenever possible because ah. there was one day where he's like, I really love that tater. It's like a hash brown sandwich. It's like two hash browns with cheese and egg in the middle. <laughs> but mm. if you're eating that cold, it's just like you're eating bark. It's not good. <laughs> so <laughs> being able to heat that up, that's like, okay, now he's excited about it. The one that he likes the most has, it's sweet and salty, has fat. Um, it's, It's a a sandwich made with blueberry pancakes, a little tart from the blueberries and a little sweet. I put some maple syrup on there. Um, A couple times I even spread like hummus on it. And then it was um, uh, like cheese and egg. And the egg has bacon in it instead of um, we did do a couple times. We tried like um, a sandwich that had a large, like a big piece of sausage in it. And he was like, I just can't can you chop that up or let's make it smaller? So um, the things he likes have all those layers, like you said, that help Mm -hmm. kind of fight that flavor fatigue. um, And that seems to help. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's so funny because um,
1: I think there's a lot of preparation that goes into this. So, I mean, you've known Timothy for years and you've been feeding him for years. And so it's not an end to like, it's just impressive how much preparation this this takes and how much practice. And I think sometimes people can be a little bit maybe um, like afraid to, you know, like practice their nutrition, right? But it, it is, it's so important in order to do this and to have someone like you who's basically, you're bringing the kind of the, I don't know, the, the little laboratory, like the kitchen or whatever to like
0: experiment <laughs> along the way. Um, Yeah, for sure. You know, his favorite thing, and he actually called me out in the middle of the desert um, on his last recon trip to tell me that he was so excited that I gave him apple strudel on that particular trip. (laughs) And for him, it was like, you know, as a kid with his dad, he would go hunting and they would eat apple strudel and heat it up on their hunting cabin. So it. It was tasty, but it also just kind of provided him with like a little bit of comfort. I know it was really sweet. Um, he called me at like seven in the morning and Tim is usually not on the phone at seven in the morning. He <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, something happened or he just wants to say hi. But he called me to thank me for giving him apple strudel. So <laughs> because of that, I have not given him apple strudel since because I don't want him to get burned out on it. But I will have it on the PCT. That is very smart, and it's
1: like it's something to say. I mean, I think like food is such an important part of an athlete's um, way that they recover. It's a it's a lifestyle for sure. But there's also a part about food and nutrition that's like comfort, right? It's something yeah. that makes you just feel like like nourished, right? And I think nourishment is more about is more than just getting the appropriate nutrients in. It's about kind of that, I mean, that sense of community. This is going to sound, I just, I don't know. I feel like after, so I lived in France for a year and the thing that I loved the most about France was how they viewed food. And mm-hmm. it, because you share a meal, you're, no one is meant to eat alone. And so it's like the act of you know nourishing your body. It is to eat the food and get the nutrients that you need. And of course, the calories that you need, especially for something like this, but it's also about sharing it with people and like making, preparing the food with love. And I feel like that's more about nourishment. And I feel like that's where you come into this project with Timothy. At least that's how I view it.
0: Um, I love that. That's such a great story and so true. Like, um, if you were just like, oh gosh, and then like mile whatever, eighty of a hundred or mile whatever of of and yet somewhere that you're in the the dregs of humanity, feeling it right, you're just like dying, and all of a sudden someone gives you something that reminds you, like you said, of a memory, or it just feels good and just. That's gold. Something that perks you up a little bit, and you're like, okay, I can get this last five miles in, even though it has yeah. five thousand feet of vert. I can, <laughs> right? It just it just wakes you back up, and um, it's good for the soul. That's the kind of stuff that that will make a difference. So that's what I'm so here yeah. sure for to have in my, you know, in my back pocket for him when he's when he's crawling. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. And, um, I mean, maybe we've talked about this a little bit, but are there any like tricks that you have up your sleeve? Like any special concoctions that like surprises as aside from like the in and out burgers or like the greasy pizzas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give I think- us
0: insight into what Timothy likes, maybe. You don't have to disclose it. But still. <laughs> oh, no, no. That's cool. Um, He's always really great at communicating. Of uh, Like, this was great. This, he's, he does not respond well to spicy food of any kind. Mm. So giving him something like that to perk him up would be an error. He does have a sweet tooth and really loves um, pastries and sweet things. So I have a, probably a half a dozen jars of, like, marshmallow fluff. in <laughs> Right? So And I, I always bring a blowtorch with me because you always need a blowtorch. So I was like... if I need like, you know what I mean? Like, like hot cocoa at the end of the day, he likes things like that. And if I can add a little fluff to it, which has collagen in it Mm and warm and I can warm it up with my little blowtorch and that's just an extra treat like that. Makes a difference. <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking of, like, marshmallow
1: fluff, like, creme brulee with the little blowtorch. Like, yeah. I don't know, bring experience. <laughs>
0: right? He <laughs> said he likes eggs. It could be great. <laughs> totally. So I have a lot of just different components. Like, he really loves Rice crispy Kris- Treats. Um, but those will be, like, anytime I can. I'll use that as a vehicle to add, like, beet powder and chia seeds. Um so he'll eat it because it's all gooey and in full of just good stuff that he wants, but there'll also be extra stuff in there for him.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love that. Plus it's like the nostalgia of like a rice crispy treat.
0: <laughs> it's like yeah. your childhood in, in like a nutshell. <laughs> right. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, so no big secrets, but a lot of just extra treats along the way to help kind of keep that excitement up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just, I wanted to ask you like, um, kind of I mean this is kind of my final question uh just what this project means to you um to be a part of Tim's community and um you know we can we can start there or just like the bigger community of you know having you know your your business of you know feeding athletes
0: um yeah oh yeah that's something I've really been thinking about a lot so I'm, I'm glad that you asked that question um uh, Marcus Hilly, you know, Marcus, who does body yeah. work that everybody wants to do body work with him. Uh, he asked me when we were, he was in Sedona with us and he said, what would you have thought if you had told your, you know, six year or seven year ago self, when you first started rad, that this is what you would be doing, that you would have built this community and you would have been so, um, just immersed in it and now doing this project with Tim that's sponsored by Adidas. Nat Geo is going to be there. I don't know if you know that. They're going to be filming a documentary the entire time. Oh, um, so and cool. My response was just like, you know, that was my goal with Rad was to get it to the point where this is where I would be. Like I would be hired by the brands or the athletes and not just hired by them, but because I have this friendship with them and that I am asked to do these things because I'm a trusted member of the community that means so much to me. Uh, I mean, our, there's, the ultra running community is just such a big part of, you know, of mine and Morgan's life. Like it's, it's an everyday, um, Part of our lives, as if I was, you know, a professional runner. Like that's how embedded we are in it. So when Marcus asked me that, I was just like, I, "Like my work is done. Like mic drop. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is what I wanted. I'm so grateful for it, Hillary. Like I don't. It sounds so cheesy um, to say that, but I don't know how else to convey like how much it means to me. It really like just lights my fire in every way and the project that I can do this that I'm in this community is such a part of our lives so so these people are so amazing um, of any age group you know some of my best friends are in their mid 20s all the way to 70s and 80s and they're all part of the running community the ultra and in trail running community specifically and I would not have that without rad and I would have rad without living where I do Um, this business wouldn't exist, you know, in my hometown of Valparaiso, Indiana. (laughs) So I'm so like, I, I feel like it's my duty to give back in this way because it's given so much to me and gives so much to us every day. Yeah. And to do a a 52 day project, knock on wood, um, with, (laughs) with someone who's become such a great friend, like that's a that's gold. I couldn't have said
1: it better. Just, yeah, community is an incredible thing. And I'm so glad you're a part of this community. And I cannot wait to see how it goes. And I'll be following along. Hopefully, you guys have cell phone service.
0: <laughs> yeah, text me whenever. I'll shoot you messages along the way. If anybody wants to message me along the way, please do. I'll get to you whenever I respond when we have reception. But
1: yeah. Oh, that's so great. But thank you so much for taking the time. And like I said, I can't wait to see how this all unfolds. And yeah, thanks so much for wanting to support Tim and the community here in Boulder and, you know, ultra runners everywhere. So check out out Kelly Newland. We'll link to all the information for Real Athlete Diets and Rad in the show notes. And yeah, thanks,
0: Kelly, for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you, Hillary.